All right, welcome into the Fanatics podcast. Uh, today, a little different. No Freddy today, which I'm very sad about. We're all sad about because we love Freddy. I mean, who doesn't? But don't worry, you guys won't be listening to me for about like an hour. We got uh, we got a special guest and someone you guys are already familiar with. So don't worry, hang tight, and we'll be right back. Ooh, look who it is. Hey, bro. What's up? You ready? You ready? Uh, as I'll ever be. My phone's only at 17%, so I just actually totally wasn't charging. <laughs> mm, well, let's hope it's enough, all right? So we're going to go into it. Yeah, right. All right. So, no Freddy today, but Alvaro, special guest. Everyone, welcome. Oh, look, look. You see? I have a lot of fans. You thought you didn't, but you really do. It's just how I do, you know. I know, I know. Um, I mean, have you have you been keeping up with like you know stuff happening in the NBA? I'm pretty sure you have, right? Like the CP, CP. Uh, yeah, just like Instagram. Yeah, just kind of keeping track, just you know paying attention to those world bombs too, you know, just in case. Well, yesterday was the first day, and CP was the first one traded. I mean, that's the first big trade. What, what do you think about that? Do you see? Do you see? Um. Phoenix being a contender, title contender. I mean, I think they're more of like a playoff. They fill in that playoff sub the spot. Yeah, I mean it's tough just because the West is so strong. Um, I think it does make them more competitive, though. I mean, when you have a leader like Chris Ball, really, you know, will set the tone for the team. And I think that'll be good for Devontae Booker or uh, I'm Devontae Booker, Devin Booker. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> football, sure right? <laughs> Fantasy. Uh, yeah, football. Wrong word here. No, um, but I think it'll really help Devin out as far as, like, you know, growing. Um, and I, I honestly, I just see it as a plus for the team, even if it's just a couple years. Okay, so CP, Devin Booker, and Aiton. Them three. So considering that, okay, so we know CP is now with, the, well, now with the Suns. And Thunder basically gave away, well, didn't give away, but traded away CP, and they're looking to trade away Schroeder. So the only guard's going to be... Shea Gilders Alexander. So my thought process is that the Thunder, they're gonna leave. They're not gonna be in the playoffs anymore. So that's one team out from this past year. And the Rockets look like they're gonna trade maybe both their stars. And then with the Pelicans trading away Drew Holiday, I think that really helped that really um that hurts them from making that playoff push probably. Cause I don't know if Zion can stay healthy. So Phoenix stays in and Warriors come in, you take out the Rockets and take out Thunder. Does that sound about right? Mm, I mean, yeah, that actually sounds pretty good. Um, but the, didn't last year the Blazers made it as an eight seed, or they did it through the play-in? The Blazers? Yeah, did they make the playoffs through the play-in tournament, or did they make it because they were the eight seed? They made it because uh, I feel like it was them in Memphis, right? It was a uh, it was the A seed. So I mean, they had the they played against Memphis for that for that one playoff game. That Memphis had to win two games, but um, Portland won and they got the A seed. But I don't think I mean, considering they're going to be healthy, I don't think they'll be eighth seed. But if you take off, if, I mean, the Warriors are going to have to put them in the playoffs. So Thunder, I think they're going to be the easy one. You're going to slot off, and then yeah, then the Rockets probably. Yeah, because the Rockets are looking at. I mean, in all honesty. I mean, I can see Westbrook if he's the only one on the Rockets, maybe taking the team to a playoff like he did with the uh, with the Thunder. But realistically, like, I mean, it's so stacked. And if you have like, I don't know, I think it's way too stacked for for Westbrook to do that again. Because you got nah, Luca now, you're right? Too. Yeah, and um, the Spurs might drop too. I mean, but. I mean, they're just so good. I mean, Spurs aren't even... They didn't even make it last year, so that's... I mean, that's... They're out of the way. Um, Why but, do I feel like the Spurs made it? My, damn, I do not remember... I think it's because of the bubble games. Or this year's basketball. I think it's because of the bubble games. That's why... I think that's what made it seem like they did, but they didn't. Damn. Crazy. Okay, so Devin Booker, MVP odds. What do you... Uh, what do you think... The odds of him being not not MVP, but consideration. I think he's I think he's gonna definitely be up there. 
because with a winning percentage and what he averaged like 30 points last year, I think he's gonna be it's gonna be a really good year for him. I think I don't even think he's an all star, right? Uh, I don't think so, but I think he could be an all star. I just don't think usually with MVP, it's like top two, three seeds. Um, only exception was Westbrook a couple years ago, so I don't know if I could see the Suns being like top three uh seeds in the West. Now, if they do, then most definitely there's going to be uh MVP talks, but you know, Chris Paul's also on his team, so Chris Paul might still some MVP votes. So, I don't think as as fun as that would be to see, I don't think the odds would be that in his favor. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, so. I already brought it up, Dennis Schroeder to LA. Do you like it? Do you hate it? I actually really like it. I think Schroeder was balling last year. Um, I think he's going to do a really good job of filling in Rondo's front. And I don't know. I think he'd be wondering what because he is a you know he's an offensive first ball. Well, uh, what, what do I say? He can make his own shot, and he's a point guard. And the Lakers haven't had that. Um, in a while, and with a LeBron-led team, you really need that, um, especially one who can shoot decent from the three. He had a career year last year. It's going to regress, but I still think, nonetheless, it's going to be a good fit for the Lakers. You, you know what I was, I was thinking of? Because I wasn't, I don't know, I was kind of like a little shaky about it at first, and then I started thinking about that game against the, I don't know if it was like game, I think, I want to say game two or three. I think it was three. When the Lakers had the ball against the Heat, and it was like the fourth quarter, and because when it comes to crunch time, the Lakers are always like, "Oh shit, scramble! We don't know what the fuck we're doing." Um, I remember they they were getting the ball and just throwing it around like playing hot potato, and then it ended up getting on TP on KCP's uh, hands, top of the top of the three pointer, and the shot clock was going down, and I remember him exploding, like just bursting, blowing by the defender, and then running in for a layup, and literally. When I was kind of thinking about Schroeder, I was like, that's exactly what he could do. You can, like, blow by, like, almost any point guard in the league. And you put him on the pick and roll with AD, I think that's... I mean, yeah, Rondo's fucking amazing, but I don't I don't see how you guard that with that speed and explosiveness. And then, obviously, I mean, AD's AD. So Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree with you. And I, honestly, it, just, it really just does help the Lakers. It gives them another person that can initiate the offense and has a shot. So if LeBron's going to be a max and then AD's going to opt out because he's gonna probably going for the max, I think Schroeder's like around 15 mil. I'm like wondering how the hell they're going to fill out the squad with like the escrow and like, you know, the cap and, and all yeah. that shit. Like I don't, I don't really see how they're going to fill it out. I mean, they're looking, I'm pretty sure they're going to get rid of Kuzma, which I'm not really complaining too much because he's probably just as good as fucking Jimmy Garoppolo at this point. Oh my god! Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I made the comparison. Okay, do that. Okay, but here, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, all right. So, okay, basically, Danny Green's contract and Shooter's offsets, right? Oh, uh, okay. It, it was basically the same amount. It, right. That offsets, right? So, so it's really like they didn't really, you know, lose too much, and they still have their mid-level exception, which is like nine point seven mil. So that is going to be really enticing for free agents this offseason, especially when cash is tight. So I'm thinking the Lakers go for someone like Wesley Matthews so they have uh, a ball stopper, a great defensive player who can hit the three at a high clip, and he's uh, more mature. He could be a good leader for the team as well. I you know, I, I think they still have a couple moves in there to make, and I think Rob Blink is doing a great job, um, which, you know, a year ago you would not have thought the same, but... Now, fast forward till now, he's he's been killing it. He has, and, and it's really hard for me to believe that the how the Clippers, I think they're exec, exec, executive of the year, yet they choked. Um, yeah. Their guys, <laughs> fucking Lou Will, went to like Magic City, get get them uh, the nice fucking wings. I don't even know what they're called. Sweet Lou wings. Lemon pepper. Lemon pepper Lou. Lemon pepper Lou. That's it. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, lemon pepper, Lou. I love it. Okay. Um, next one. So uh, the Rockets are going to look to trade maybe both the stars. What's up, what do you think? Are you going to trade both of them or keep one or both? I mean, they're not going. They're not going to keep both. They're not. I would do. I would trade them both out because here's the thing. Okay. Well, uh, I honestly, it's it's tough because 
if they don't trade at least one, then their draft pick is going to be like middle of the pack. But if they trade both, their draft pick is going to be high. They don't have a couple of future first uh, draft picks. So it's like, I think to get to recover some of the, the assets that they lost, yes, they trade both and they just, um, they just kind of, you know, fuck it up. You know, I, I think that that'll be what they do. I'm not 100% sure, but it sounds like they don't want just Westbrook and, and Harden wants to go. So something's got to give, and I think they're both going to be gone. Yeah, because, I mean, if, even if they do keep Westbrook, like, I don't know. There's like I feel like there's no point because what are the Rockets trying to do? They're not, they're not in a position to try to win a championship. If anything, they keep him around just to stay, I guess, somewhat relevant in the West. You know, like... Oh look, they're the Rockets. You know, they're not on the bottom of the barrel and shit. But in reality, it's like they're not going to compete. They're not going to beat the Warriors. They're not going to beat the Clippers. They're not going to beat the Lakers. And I mean, yeah, I agree. They have to trade both because even if they just hypothetically keep Harden and trade Westbrook, they're not going to get the same value. They're going to lose out on value if they just trade Westbrook. Because I mean, the Knicks will take them mm-hmm. on, but who are they going to give up? They'll probably give up like Julius Randle. Dennis Smith Jr. or some shit like that, which is, like, a pretty sad-ass trade. Um, so, I don't know. I kind of feel like they're both, like, the same tier type of players, if you think about it. Like, yeah, like, uh, Harden's better offensively with, like, shooting and stuff, but hear me out. So, I actually have some some little uh, notes over here on on that whole thing, too. Let me, let me get this out so I can share it to you. All right. All right, go. So... Russ wants to play. Um, wants to go somewhere where he, can, where he can play being himself. The league has moved away from his type of his type of style. I don't think he can be a number one. I don't think Harden can be a number one. Um, so we all know Russ plays. He drives and attacks. Harden is dribble, 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 shoot. They played with players like Ibaka, KD, Stephen Adams, Reggie Jackson, Dennis Schroeder. Um, PG, each other, Dwight Howard, Eric Gordon for Harden. Um, they've not been able to take their teams into the conference or I mean, or past the conference into a finals. And if they were that good, being former MVPs and basically freaking triple-double machines, then they would have already done something by now. Harden has already had the opportunity against the Warriors with CP when KD went out. And everyone thought they were going to do it. And then Steph was like, hold my drink. Mm-hmm. If it goes, if Harden goes to the Nets, I don't think that'll work because maybe, maybe it's, it'll, he'll be able to work with a KD ish kind of because KD showed that he can kind of work with like, you know, Warriors with, with Steph. But, you know, Steph was like, I'll let you be the number one. I don't have a problem with that. I think his personality helps more. Harden gets lazy on the defense. And he can try, but sometimes he's like, uh, I don't really give a fuck. Kyrie is like, oh, the fucking spotlight's not on me. I'm going to cry about it and bitch about it. I don't think that's going to work because they're all going to need the ball. And when it comes down to the late game situation, who are you going to want to shoot the ball? KD, Kyrie, or Harden? I'd rather go Kyrie or KD over Harden. Anyways... Mm-hmm. They're both the same player, Russ and, and Harden. They've done the same shit. They, you know, average about the same. They're, they were MVPs. They're MVP consideration. They're they're super great, but they're not number ones. And and even though they're not number ones, doesn't mean they're shitty ass players because they're not. I think Westbrook, at most, he's a he's a, the second best player on a championship winning team or a third. Harden, at his best, is a second, and I think just a second because I think if he goes to the Nets, Kyrie will be hey, the third because. I think you could still there you could still minimize the, the stuff that Kyrie can do, as opposed to Harden yeah. because Harden can get to the line like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, that's his. Well, that's probably the best thing that he does is get to the line. Um, I I I, I kind of get where you're coming from. I like it. Um, I agree. I think out of those three, I would probably want KD. Um, out of the three to, to shoot the last shot, but it is something that um. I mean, it sounds like it might happen. So, so then what? How do they make that work? If they, you know, if they, if it's going to be forced to be all three of them, how do they make it work? Or if the Rockets 
pull like a crazy wild card and somehow manage to have the Nets trade Kyrie too. That'd be interesting to me. That'd be hilarious. But uh, I highly doubt that. So how would all three work together? How would you? How do you think all three would work together? I I don't think that will work. I think it's on paper. Well, okay, it would if look you were nice. the coach, if if you were the coach, mm-hmm. what would you do to try to make all three work together? So in an ideal world, where if I'm the coach and they listen to me and I don't have to deal with bitching and you know them having attitudes and being divas, I would say the offense is going to go through KD. I want Kyrie to handle the ball. You know, not entirely, but I want him to be playmaking. I want him to, if he does his little drib- his dribble shimmy, shakes, whatever, all right, it's fine. But, you know, pass. Get the assists. Get those, get those eight, nine assists, and then get your, like, 20 points. I think that's perfect. I don't think he needs to get 25, 28, he gets his 20 points, gets about, like, eight assists. I think that's great. Then, you know, when he's dribbling, passes off to Harden, passes off to KD. You know, they get their points. KD's going to freaking get his points regardless. And then if you're ever stuck in a position where you're kind of, when you're kind of fucked, because they're going to put a Giannis or, you know, they're going to over, try to overload on, on KD, you have Harden. You go towards Harden. He's going to go and, and do his little shimmy. Dribble, 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 step back, shoot, and then probably make it. So in an, an ideal world, that's what I would I would do. I would want Kyrie, but I don't see Kyrie's more of a score first point guard. I don't think he'll he'll be like a okay, you know what? I'm I'm gonna be an actual point guard and move the ball around and get people involved because he's great and all. And um, I don't know because I look at the big three with the Warriors or like, you know, with the Warriors and the big three with, with the Nets. I still take the Warriors big three over the, over the Nets big three, even with Kyrie Harden and, and KD. Would you, which one, which one would you say would be better if you had to pick between uh, Steph Clay, KD or KD Harden and Kyrie? The Warriors one. Right. And, and I think it's more because personality, like realistically, like they're gonna work. Clay doesn't need the well, ball. Well, it's a better fit. It's yeah. a better fit because it's not it's not three ball handlers. It's a ball handler, someone who can shoot off the off the ball in Curry, a ball handler that can also shoot off the ball in KD, and then an off the ball shooter that's a great defender in Clay. So it's like it works. It just works perfectly. To me, that's probably like one of the greatest ones. Now. On the other end, you have three ISO players. Well, that's the thing. So Kyrie, in the past, with like LeBron, he's been the one B. KD shows that he can be the one B. So if they really want to, they can make it work with Hart. I think they can. Now, the one factor that I think is going to make sure it doesn't work is Harden himself because he he really can't shoot like in the offense in the Rockets he never moved besides when he had the ball besides that he would be in the corner so if he doesn't learn how to play off the ball then that's never going to work and it's going to cause a lot of friction between the teams so it's up to Harden to change his way defensively it doesn't even matter just offensively be able to work off the ball and I think if he does that team could be crazy but because of the personalities I don't think it works at the end of the day yeah, and, and I also think it doesn't work because, I mean, we've seen Kyrie with the Cavs. We've seen him with the Celtics. And, I mean, I love Kyrie. He You know, he he's exciting to watch. He's made some incredible plays. He's done some incredible things. Like, I mean, he thinks the world's fucking flat. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. Like, it just it, he's proven that it's kind of he just brings this, like, toxicity into the locker room and I, mean, I hope he proved me he proves me wrong and everyone else and he doesn't bring that with uh to Brooklyn but I don't know he has a track record and I guess that's what worries me and then you know Harden also has a track record that worries me too that kind of when the going gets tough it, you know you, you see the frustration like in his face like you know what like he did in Houston but okay let's say hypothetically the Nets have Harden they have their big three the Bucks just got Drew Holiday and Bogey so, they're starting lineup right now, hypothetically. Well, not hypothetically. I guess hypothetically. 
is it's no it's not pathetic anymore it's happening it's, it's yeah drew yeah it's um, drew um drew bogey middleton, middleton bogey. Giannis, and uh lopez like lopez so yeah that's i mean honestly that's crazy that's that's wild that's that's a super team that's that is the next yeah okay so would you say they are the clear favorites over that nets team uh i want to say yes as it is now you Depending put on if they get hard and then i can change things but i i see the uh i see the bucks coming out of the east you put as Mid- the number one middleton on harden Drew on Kyrie, Giannis on KD, and then let Bogey be Bogey. That's the thing. He's up in. He's not consistent, bro. Like he's not. If you watch King, if you watch King James as much as I do, shout out Kings. Even though we ask, we or he is like up and down, bro. He's a roller coaster. Some games he can go off for thirty. The next game he'll go all ten shooting, and it's like, what? Where the fuck are you? Can you just be in the middle? You know, like do one thing good. Don't you know? You don't have to be like the highs are really high, but the lows are really low. You know, and I think that's the X factor with that team. If he can be good, then there's you know they can definitely win a ring this year. But th- he he needs to develop a little more. He needs to be more consistent. I think what's gonna help him out though, because okay, when he was with the Kings, and when he was kind of starting or not starting, he was basically like the second option, right? More or less, yeah, second, third option. Depending, yeah, more like a, more like not the first one for sure. So when he's starting to make shots, he got more attention. So then he get more defensive attention towards him. But I think what's gonna help him out with the Bucks is that if he were to start doing that, you can't lay off of Giannis, you can't lay off of Chris Middleton, you can't lay off of Drew Holiday, you can't lay off of anyone. So I think, you know, that's gonna help him more and probably make him look a lot, you know. You're probably gonna watch it and be like, "What the fuck? Like, what are you doing?" Like, and be pissed at him because he might be doing like you know better than maybe with the Kings or just I don't know maybe more consistency. But I think that's gonna help him a lot. Even though I'm gonna say that I don't even know if they should even went for Bogey because I really like Dante Divincenzo. I think that you guys have a little diamond in the rough there. He's got a value. I hope so. I really do like him. <laughs> I would. I really think that if you put him as a shooting guard in the backcourt with De'Aaron Fox, he's scrappy enough, plays good defense, can knock down shots, and he can dribble, pass, and shoot. I think he fits in pretty well. And you guys just need Bagley to to you know finally live up to that expectation a little bit more, and a, a wing. Well, I forgot we had Bagley. Motherfucker's <laughs> like been here forever. Because he's always hurt, dude. <laughs> Bruh, I totally forgot he was on the team. Oh my god. You're like, shit, you could have traded him. I would have known his shit. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Shit. Bro, I don't know why we still have faith in him. Like, I get that he's young and he is talented when he's healthy, but keyword when he's healthy, he has not been healthy, bro. He's like Embiid's health, but like, not half a talent. Like, come on, bro. He's like Jabari Parker's health, and you guys already have Jabari Parker. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. Okay, that's pretty decent. That's a good comparison. I like that. That's, that's exactly what it is right now. And it's like, can you not be stupid? Like, I was telling, bro, I was telling Perfectly, I was like, in 2K manager mode, I win a ring in five years with the Kings. Real life, let me do it. I got this, bro. I need to be the GM for the Kings because they are ass, dude. They are so bad right now. And it's not because they're bad. Like, they're not trash. They just make stupid decisions. Correctly. We don't draft well. Yeah, we don't draft like, well. How are you not going to get Luca? Go for the right free agents. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Can, can we get to the next topic? That's just going to make me. Cry. Okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, so <laughs> we're going to take a little break and come back and switch off to the NFL. So we won't talk about the Kings anymore. Don't have to worry about that. I'm broke my little heart. <laughs> so, NFL. So I have the story of the week. This is my story of the week. Story of the week is the Saints. Yes, I know. And it's not because they played against the Niners. I'm not being biased. But they're in in the story of the week because they were celebrating against... They were celebrating because they whooped on on Tampa Bay again. So they got in trouble. They got fined. They lost a draft pick, kind of like the Raiders. And 
Then they go against the Niners. It was 10-10. Held Breeze to 17 yards for the half. And when it was starting to seem that, you know, the Saints were struggling and the Niners could actually possibly pull out the game with the momentum being switched. Nope. What happened? Ref makes a stupid call. Pass rusher gets pushed into Drew Breeze, which Breeze breaks, or no, fractures his rib and then gets his lungs punctured. He's out. 15-yard um, penalty, extends the play, gives the momentum to the Saints, ultimately helps them win. But Breeze is out. James is in. Bullshit on the ref's part. But what does this mean going forward? Is Jameis going to take the league by storm? Or is Taysom Hill going to take the ball and just run it down everyone's throat? Que cosa, que cosa. Combination of both. Combination of both. Okay, first, I just want to address something. The Niners lost that game because of special teams. They fucked up two times. They did. Two they times. Did. Okay, I don't, and then that's, that's the last point on that. Okay, but um, I think Jameis can do good. And I think Taysom Hill will get the ball more. I don't think it's like both to like, you know, they're both going to be on fire. I think it's like they're both going to do enough for the Saints to be able to keep them alive. I mean, they play the Falcons two of the next three weeks. It's the fucking Falcons, bro. Like, what's the, they have the worst. Like, they're as bad as the Seahawks in the air, bro. Like, if you, Jameis can throw it. You just throw it up to Michael Thomas's big ass, bro. I mean, I'm happy with that. Because he's on my fantasy team. I mean, yeah, but I also feel like that's a trap game. Because I think that they're starting to rack up wins again. Like last year, when out of nowhere towards the end, they were getting pointless-ass wins. I mean, fucking Niners also against them. That almost like, you know, gave up the first seed. And I think that's a trap game that they're going to lose, but I'll, I'll talk about that later. But, I mean, I think they could work because isn't, isn't Sean Payne supposed to be like a, a quarterback guru? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I mean, he's... I mean, I don't know. Jameis is going to have a Kamara. He had one quarterback Thomas, forever. What the fuck? I don't know. Freaking Emmanuel Sanders, Jared Cook, and the craziest play calling. So, I th- I mean, I want to say he's going to do good. I mean, shit, Drew Brees, isn't, he doesn't freaking run or anything. So, I mean, you basically have a similar style quarterback that's just, what, four inches taller, eats crab legs, and eats his hands for W's. And can't throw... Accurately though, and That's just got LASIK different. surgery. Jameis is inaccurate. Well, even then, like he missed Michael Thomas on two easy outs, like two easy completions. So he had just a Michael Thomas wide open, and he he didn't throw it right at him. Now it probably was because in practice they don't play. You know, when they practice, they're basically, um, you know, Trubis gets all the work. So now that hold on, my dog's barking. Give me one sec. Oh fucking Sparky, you <laughs> bitch ass. All right, so now that um, fucking damn, made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> now Jameson get that, first team reps. Look, he's gonna get first team reps. That that was the point. Thank you for paying attention. <laughs> and and a week of full practice, I think he's gonna come out like gunslinging, and I think he gets at least two touchdowns, at least two hundred fifty yards, and I think the Saints just. I think they beat the Falcons easy. I, honestly, I don't think it's gonna be a tough matchup. Um, they don't need to, you know, work him like super hard. I don't think it's going to be like so outrageous to think that James is going to have a good game. I think he's going to do decent. I think he's going to do exactly what they need him to do, which is get the ball to the playmakers, give it to Kamara, give it to fucking uh, Michael Thomas, and then we're good. So pretty much what you're saying is uh, the Saints are going to be that place where, where starting quarterbacks who struggle go to and revive their careers. Teddy Bridgewater and Jameis Winston, I mean, yeah. the latest examples. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, Baker? Hockey, yeah. <laughs> bro, Baker's so trash. He really oh is. Oh, my God. I'm so mad about that, bro. I was watching the draft in Mexico when that happened. I'm never going to forget. Told Chains. It was like day one. He's, he's bad, bro. Should have been Darnold. We were going to pick him, and he's so bad. Uh, Darnold, bro, don't even defend Darnold. Darnold don't, don't even, don't bad, even say bro. that Baker's better don't than Darnold. Don't even say that, that Darnold would not bad. do better than, than... They're both bad. I'm, Bro, stop. But They're Baker is bad. Let's just leave it at that. No, 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 They're both bad. That's it. Just leave it at They're both bad. Okay. I don't want to hurt your right, feelings right. about that, Darnold, just because he went to your favorite college. Shut up. Anyways, play of the week. <laughs> play of the week, and I think you're going to love this. Hail Murray. And actually, didn't you change your fantasy name? 
I did it all hell kick Murray, baby. <laughs> and he's <laughs> in the evolved. same division I as we that, are. Man. Awkward. Hey, whatever. Fuck it. Okay, so <sighs> Arizona beats the Bills. And I think it was like a couple weeks ago. Devontae Adams was saying he's the best receiver in the league. Julio Jones then tweeted like he's the best receiver. And then I think D Hop like he responded with like a kind of like something subtle. He didn't really say anything, but kind of like bitch, like for real. Like, I'm here. And he basically Ooh. said he did a Steph Curry. He basically said, Hold my beer. And caught that Hail Mary over three defenders who are actually they're really good defenders and you know, D-Hop isn't the tallest guy, but he's got the stickiest hands and fucking caught that shit. Um, I think that might be the the play of the year so far. Yeah. I, think, I think that puts Kyler Murray into legitimate MVP conversation. I mean, teams like they're in the first place in the division. I think it's fair. Um, the NFC is brutally competitive. So I think that helps him. And I think Kyler Murray is the second best quarterback in that division. And I don't think there's an argument for that. Not at all. He's he's pretty much a younger a younger Russell Wilson, which if you were to be compared to anyone like a Russell Wilson, I think you're in pretty good company. So I don't think that's anything to be ashamed of. Um uh, I think you're right. I th- this is one point I wanted to add. Hmm. Um the the rematches this week for the Seahawks against the Cardinals. If the Cardinals win again, I think Murray is in the front seat for MVP. He, I think he's going to be my MVP vote this year. Um, or my MVP bet this year. Your imaginary honestly, MVP vote. <laughs> but if I did, if I did get one, bro, fuck you. But if I did, he'd get it. Like no cap, bro. He's so good. Um, he's, he's, like you said, he's, he's a Russell Wilson, just like smaller and the, but he runs out the pocket so much, like so fast. He decides like, all right, I'm out like in two seconds. And Russell sometimes will like hold on to the ball. He was doing too much against the, the Rams, which is why the Seahawks lost that game against the Rams, but unrelated point. Sorry. No, no, that's fair enough. I think right now you have, um, Deshaun Watson, like, you know, punching the air because after that play, he's probably like, fuck, like, we really gave him up for not even a first-round pick or two. I think D-Hop could have been, like, three first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Um, But um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Um, Okay. Oh, yes. Now I remember what I was going to say. So what do you find <laughs> What do you find more likely to happen on, on Thursday? Uh, DK Metcalf coming down to chase Voodoo. Come down on a chase on a pick six to stop it, or another Hail Murray, which was more likely to happen? Um, I did say the interception thing because Russell Wilson has been kind of uh, bad with the ball lately. But yeah. Hail Murray wouldn't surprise me, and D Hop is probably the best receiver in the league. There's no cap. Oh no, definitely. I think it's not even a question. He's he's number one for sure. There's Devontae's good, but I think he's top three. Um, yeah, his health is the biggest issue. Yeah, his health is the biggest issue, but I think like when healthy, he's probably two or three, and you have Michael Thomas in there. Uh, am I missing anyone? I don't think I am. Am I? Because Julio, I mean, Julio's great, but I think this year I would not put him as top three. He, he'd be my top ten because out of respect, but not... Not top, not top three. Um, I think I'm with you. Okay, so now I'm going to go to the biggest disappointments of the week. First one is the Eagles and Wentz losing to New York, the Giants. And they still have first place. And I fucking hate that division with a passion. I really do. Because if the Niners would be in that division, we'd be in first place. We ha- you you realize that the NFC West has twenty two wins altogether, and then if you add up all the wins for the NFC least, it doesn't even rack up to ten. Yeah, no, I know. That's why it's the NFC least for a reason, but that's frustrating. Honestly, I, I think Wentz 
is probably as good as Garoppolo. No, I mean he's slightly better, but I think he's he should be out. I don't know where I'd see him going, but I think he's definitely he's done there. Um. So yeah, so Wentz is gonna be on his way out. I don't see him being in in Philly any much longer, but. I just I can't believe that like everyone in that division keeps beating up on each other. Right when you think one team has the advantage, they're like, nah. <laughs> they're like, jokes on you. Here, we're gonna fucking lose. <laughs> and for some reason, yeah. I mean, honestly, the more I kind of think of it, I don't even know who's gonna win. But Eagles are, and Wentz are just they're disappointing. And I don't know, Garoppolo or Wentz. How much? How much? How much? That's so, so sad. Bad, That's total. so sad. Wentz is like, so he's a second overall pick. That's why I'm scared about that. Another guy, Trey Lance, coming out of the same college as him, and he's like projected as the second best quarterback in that league or that draft, too. I don't trust it. Yeah, I don't know, man. See, the issue with Carson Wentz is he does too much terrible. Um, but I would pick, I would pick neither. Now, best team in that division, I'm telling you right now, it's the Giants. Like, no cap. Mm, okay. No cap, it's the Giants. All right, okay. They're gonna win that division. Now watch, because look, next week. Okay, I don't want to ruin the picks, but I'm telling you, next week uh, or this week, the fucking uh, the Eagles are losing to the Browns, and then the Giants. I think they have an easy matchup. But I think they get oh, they're on a bye, but then they're yeah. gonna get healthy. They're gonna be like basically tied for first, and they're they split the season series, and then I think the Giants are gonna ball out after their bye. But that's just me. That's I mean. I could see it, but I mean, you you pretty much transition, you, you transitioned us to my playoff pr- picture. So I'm gonna go quickly to AFC, Ooh, yeah. NFC, on my predictions on the final seedings. Um, so there's seven there's seven seedings because I think this year they added one more when I looked at. So one through four for the AFC, I have Pittsburgh, KC, Buffalo, and the Titans. I know the Titans lost against the Colts, but I think going forward, they will end up having the better record probably by one game or something. So I have those four winning the division and then rounding off Raiders at five. Or no, not Raiders. uh, Ravens at five. Raiders at six because they have an easy schedule. I know I talk a lot of shit about the Raiders, Mm -hmm. but I do see them making the playoffs. Maybe out of the first round, but you know what? Neither here nor there. And then the Colts at seven. (laughs) So that's my AFC. Any thoughts on that? Any do you disagree or agree? Uh, I agree. I think the Titans aren't going to be that high, though. I just think that they're a mirage team. Um, I think they're going to not. I mean, like this week when they play the Ravens, we'll see what happens because then it's going to give me more insight. But I feel like the Titans team not as good as people as the record shows because um, they got their asses whooped by the Colts and the Colts are trash. Yeah, but I also feel like the well, Colts. Not, they're can, not trash, but I, th- I feel like the Colts can, even though they beat the Titans and they look kind of good sometimes. I feel like they can drop games because they still have a quarterback who throws with his eyes closed and is a gunslinger, mm-hmm. and he's just begging for someone to beat him. So I mean, only have Titans as four because division winners. So you know, division winners are one through four, and then Colts seven because they'll probably be the last, the one with the worst record. I think Raiders are going to have the easier schedule, so they'll they'll just barely edge them off on record. Um, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, they're unless they drop like three games, they're not going to give up the one seed. KC will stay at two. Miami's close, but Buffalo's going to keep the three, is what I think. That that could come to the last game of the season, bro. It Week can. seventeen, the it Dolphins can. play the Bills. But that's my bold and take. The Dolphins have an easy schedule and a good defense. I'm with you uh, on that bold take, bro. I put all my stock at the, at the Dolphins, bro. I love Tua. I'm, I'm in. Oh, well, my bold take is, is Buffalo because actually, well, the Dolphins they don't. I mean, they don't have a particularly like easy schedule. I mean, they don't have a rough, rough, rough schedule. But I think Buffalo has a slightly better schedule, which is why I'm going with them a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would love to see Miami because it'll be nice, if, you know, breath of fresh air. We already saw the Bills last year and they just fucked up. But Can I read you off the Dolphins schedule for the rest of the season real quick? Ooh. You want me to read it off? I'll, let me just read it off to you. Okay, they okay. play the Broncos, the Jets, and the Dolphins next. 
That's three dubs. They play the Chiefs, which is probably an L. They play the Patriots, which I think they can win. They play the Raiders, which I think they can win. And then they play the Bills at the end of the season. Now, let me go let me go back here, and then I'm going to look at the Bills schedule, and then you tell me which one you think. So the Bills that have left to play, Chargers this week, Steelers next week. So that's, that's one and one, I think. Yep. They could beat the Broncos the week after, the week after which are two and one. They play the Pats, and the Pats have already uh, lost, lost against them, them once, and they usually split the season series. So I think that's two and two. So it really will, or yeah, it really will come down to I think the Dolphins Bills week seventeen, and I think the Dolphins are better than the Bills. I think I, I don't know. I think the Dolphins defense is better than the Bills defense. The, the Bills hot take. The Bills beat the Dolphins that uh, the first time around, so they have they have that. But it, I think. And I see it because I think the Dolphins will probably beat the Bills that last week, but I think the Bills will beat the Patriots. I think that that oh, you might be right, yeah. That's that's the one that I'm looking at that Patriots could win that game, but I'm taking the Bills, and I think that's that's the main game. It's going to come down to if the Patriots beat the Bills, then I think the Dolphins get in. But if the Bills beat the Patriots, then the Bills get in. I think that's where it comes down. I think it's going to come down to that last matchup, though. Pretty much. The way pretty much, yeah. Right now. Okay, so NFC, I got one through four. Green Bay, New Orleans, Arizona, Green, and uh, the, the Giants. So I had the Giants in there, just like you said. Because I believe the Giants are going to win you. that, too. And then rounding it off, five to seven, Tampa Bay, Seattle, and the Rams. So... Green Bay are going to be that pseudo number one seed like last year when they did so well, but I no one trusted them. Uh, New Orleans, they have the, the tiebreaker against Tampa, so I think that's going to help them out. Arizona, I like them in the division to win it because they're just hot right now. And as a team complete, Rams probably have the better complete team, but I like Kyler over, over Goff. Giants, I mean, we already, we already talked about that. Everyone else sucks. And the Giants, I feel like they're going to get hot. You already said it too. Tampa is going to be a shoe-in. Seattle is going to be a shoe-in. And I think the Rams are too strong to not make it. Any, any agree? Do you agree or disagree with any of that? I agree with everything, except I'm going to retract my Giants statement. I just, that of them winning the division, I just forget their schedule. And the only easy matchup the Giants have after their bye week is against the Bengals. Then they play the Seahawks, the Cardinals, the Browns, the Ravens, and the Cowgirls. So maybe two easy games. So two out of the three, two out of the five are easy. And I look at the Eagles, and the Eagles play the Browns, the Seahawks, the Packers, the Saints, the Cardinals, the Cowgirls, and Washington. So they, if they go four and two, or no, two and four, so they only win the last two of the season. If they go two and four, and the Giants, the Giants need to win that third game. They need to, they need to win that third game if not. But the division win is only going to have like six fucking wins in that division. I just did the math. The best is it's six wins. That's the best that they could do. It's fucking crazy, bro. It that is. division is so trash. It, oh my god, it's annoying. But honestly, when I look at the schedule, I can see the Eagles losing against the Browns, I, losing against the Seahawks, yeah. losing against the Packers mm-hmm. and Saints and Cardinals. Beating the Cowboys because the Cowboys are going to want to lose to get that draft pick. But I feel like Washington's going to be like, fuck you. And Chase, Chase Young's going to just hurt Wentz. Yeah, I know I said it. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna do some shit. I can see that happening. So I, okay, so then, yeah, no, I'm back on the Eagles. I mean, I'm back on the. Uh, <laughs> I convinced you. You convinced, you convinced me. <laughs> so, um,. Now we're going to go to, we're going to finish off with week 11 predictions. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. So Thursday night, we talked about it. Arizona, Seattle. Um, Seattle's a three point, so three point spread favorite. And I'm going to go with Arizona. I think it's going to be a shootout, but Arizona's hot. And I know what you're going to say. They usually split the series, but Arizona's hot. Wilson's coming off a difficult week and... We don't know if the running backs are going to be back. The defense is ass. It's a short week. Mm-hmm. I like Arizona. 
I'll take Arizona too. <laughs> I, I'll take it though. They are balling. I can't wait for this matchup, bro. Calgary's gonna give me like 35 points in fantasy. Oh, I'm gonna get the dub. Oh, fuck it. I'm excited, bro. It's gonna be two weeks in a row that we have like an actual like watchable Thursday night game because he's been pretty pretty ass for like most of the season. Like 90% of the time is ass. The 10% though, ooh, oof, fire. Oof. Okay, so we had that fire matchup. So now we're gonna go back to trash. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Um, Sunday, right. we're gonna start off with Eagles against Browns. Uh, Cleveland's a three three and a half point favorite in the spread. I'm gonna go Browns because I don't. I honestly fuck the Eagles. Every time I pick them, they just they literally bite me in the ass. Wentz hey, is not I'll, gonna. Uh, I'll, I'll pick the Browns too. Yeah, and, and I swear to God, if I see another ten to seven game or like thirteen to three, I'm gonna lose my shit because. No, 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 the weather's not going to be that bad. Let me tell you what the weather's going to be like right now. <laughs> He's looking at the weather. Oh, the weather, man. No, bro, I have to because I've lost so many bets because of the fucking weather. Um, the is... Fuck, where is it at? Hold on. Is it the brown? Okay, shit, it might be bad. <laughs> it's exactly, Lynn. Um, take the under. 45 and a half. Take the under. If it's raining, take the under. If it's not raining, take the over because both these defenses are trash. Uh, that game, I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take the over. Barely. I think I'll take the over, too. I, Barely. I think it's going to be like a 27-24 game. And then if... if oh, no, uh, 20, something like that. And if Nick Chubb is back, I think, yeah, I'm more comfortable taking the over. Oh, if Nick Chubb's back for... No, he's back for 100%. I'm taking the Browns covering that three-point spread. 100%. That's, that's my bet. That's my lock of the week. There you go. Browns by three. Browns by three. <laughs> okay, Falcons against the Saints. Uh, I think it's a trap game for sure. I would want to go with the Falcons, but I, I don't know. I feel like Jameis is going to do that bad. Last week was a trap game. Huh? Last week was a trap game for the Saints against the Niners. Eh. That was a trap game. They were down 10-0 Everyone's right away. Hurt. Everyone's That's hurt. a trap game. Eh. Whatever, man. We put up a good a good effort though. I'm we did. Manage, we did. I think the Saints win this one easy. Yeah, me too. I, I like I like the Saints. I think Jameis is gonna he's gonna turn some eyes. People are gonna look at him a little different after that week. Um, Bengals against Washington. So. Uh, I'm gonna go Washington. I like Bengals. I like Burrow, but Burrow's been already one of the most hit quarterbacks the entire league this season. And Chase Young and their pass rush has shown to be re- really good. And Washington is the one. The spread's uh, one and a half. I think they're gonna. It's gonna be over. And you think one and a half is low because it's either gonna be the Bengals win by a lot or Washington. It's not gonna be one and a half. Okay, so the I think the over is gonna hit. Um, it's over forty six and a half. I think so because both. I mean, both defenses are they're not like the best. I think they can both get scored on. I think like a 24, 27, I don't know, 24, 27 is where I think this one could be, again, honestly. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. So, like, if Washington gets a lead, which they're not known to do, the Bengals can come back. Now, if it's at, at Washington, Washington, oh, excuse me, Washington is 2-3 and three at home. I think they, they do better at home than they do away. Because um, they have not won away at all. But I think this is another dub. Um, if, it, if it's at Washington, like I'm reading here, I think it is. I can't really tell. Um, I think it is at Washington. Let me see. It, is it, it? Yeah, Hold on. I think it is. I'm almost certain it is. Yeah, it's Washington. Okay, I'm going Washington. So, yeah, they're at home. That's the reason why the I went with them. Is legit. Yeah, they have a good defense. They've, Ron Rivera has really uh, made them respectable, even though they have a shitty-ass team name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lions against the Panthers... I think Teddy Bridgewater is kind of hurt, isn't he? Is, does he have a knee injury that I heard of? Or? He hurt his knee. No structural damage, though. I think he plays this week. Okay, he if he plays, I take them over the Lions. Yeah. Well, also, Stafford's hurt, too. Stafford's hurt, um, yeah. Yeah. I, that's tough, man. If CMC was back, for sure, I would take the Panthers, like 100%. Um, I think either way, I think I'm taking the Lions, dude. I don't want to. I don't want to take any of these teams. They're both, I, they're both decent, but I just I can't trust the Lions, honestly. That's that's but, exactly um, why I'm not going with them because I don't I don't actually kind of like the Panthers. I think they're 
Even though they're the last in their division. Oh, and we lost him. All right, we're back. We're back. Got <laughs> Sorry, my phone died. We got, all right, it's okay. We got, we got it. We got it. No one's going to know. No, no one's going to know. Um, well, actually, yeah, because they're going to hear my explanation right now saying, like, no one's going to know. But it's okay because we're almost done. We're almost done. All right. But we were saying, Lions versus Panthers, you don't trust the Lions, and I don't trust the Lions, especially because they have a coach, and you know why. I've said it many times. I know Teddy two gloves. I'm gonna go uh, Lions. Okay, so it's gonna be the first one that we kind of disagree on. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, but I think so. You know. Well, I mean, you're gonna eat that one, and I'm gonna remind you. So you went Lions, and I'm gonna remind you on that one. Um, so next one, Steelers and Jags. I think that goes without saying that the Jags are gonna lose. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, but they're gonna be making they're gonna make it fun though. The Jags low key are entertaining. You think so? Yeah, they're fun to watch. I but, love the running back though, that's why. I mean, I mean James like RB one right now. I mean I don't think he's gonna do much against against the the Steelers to be honest. That defense is pretty good. He'll be alright, you'll be alright. He'll mm. get enough points. Okay. Like 10. So next one. So two teams that lost last week, six and three records, both. Uh Titans, Ravens. I'm going to go Ravens because I don't see them dropping two games in a row. Even though I did really want to take the Titans. but And I know I said the Titans are going to win the division. But they're going to lose this week. Lamar's going to show out. But I'm not too convinced with the Ravens, to be honest with you, this year. Well, uh, me neither. I've had a fucking Hollywood bound on my team all year. And every week, I'm like, I'm going to drop him. And Didn't you trade for him? And then he's at. Yeah, because I'm fucking drunk and high that day. Don't want to talk about it, all right? Freddie, he influenced me. Freddie right? took advantage that of you? Was, he took advantage of you. I was fucked up. And he's like, look at this. He did good this week. And I was like, okay. You're <laughs> like, you're ass. right. You're right. He, he he convinced you. That's why you don't talk fantasy with him. Because he'll try to convince you. Remember we had mimosas like last year? And he tried to convince me on the trade for Jacobs. Like for like two hours straight. And then afterwards I was like, I had to shake myself. Like, no, no, no. Terrible trade. Yeah, I know. he's a he's a manipulator. All right, and what he hears is I hope he I hope he fucking talks shit. I want to hear him talk shit. Oh, he will. He a manipulator. Him, him talk shit. You know who you're talking about? <laughs> really? Come on. I, I know. Okay, so next one, Pats against Houston. So, ooh, this is where the Pats start growing back. They're four and five. They beat the Ravens last week. They're coming back. They want to make some noise. This would be such a Belichick move for them to just come back and win. Win off in the playoffs. I don't think they'll make it, obviously. Um, but I think they take the Titans. I think they win that game. Uh, I would go with New England. New, New England's two-point spread. I'll also take the over, though. The over? Yeah, easily. Yeah, I think New England money line and the over. Easily. And then the, the next one I think you're going to like. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I know who you're going to pick because you kind of already said it earlier. Dolphins and Broncos. Um, I actually... Who would I, who would I have originally? Broncos, yeah. I have, I have Broncos. Shut up. I do. They're going to be playing in in Denver. It's going to be altitude. Tua's first game in Denver. I think it's going to affect him. And he's going to be good. He's going to have a good career. But we're not going to say he's the next Joe Montana. Because no one starts off stupid hot like that their first year. Unless their name's Andrew Luck and or RG3. Or Tua. Or Tua. Bro, I'm telling you, they're going to fucking smack. That is my second lock of the week. That's your second lock? Dolphins by three. That's my second lock. Dolphins by three. I'm I'm marking these. The Broncos offense is so trash. It is trash. But I feel like this is a game. How are they going to score points? All right, you know what? Fine, I'm gonna talk hell of shit when the Dolphins lose. Just All know right. that. All right, hey, I bet you, I bet you five bucks the Dolphins win. I'm taking it. All right, big bet. Big bet, and we got, and we have it on record too. So no going back. All right, <laughs> so twenty. Very confident. <laughs> shut up. Um, <laughs> next game, I think this is actually a trap game. <laughs> as a as weird as it sounds. The Jets against the Chargers. Bro, the Jets. This is take the over. 
Take the over. It's eight and a half. The Jets are ass, but the Chargers find a way to lose. And I think if there's any game that the Jets can win, I think this is the one game. Because they play against they play against the Chargers, the Dolphins, the Ravens, Seattle, the Rams, and the Browns. I think this is the one game. If they go one in fifteen, I think this is the one game. <laughs> I honestly agree with you. I think this is the one. And I think this is the one but game gonna that Anthony Lynn is going to get fired. Well, okay. They're going to lose on a last minute show, go. That's what, that's what will happen, bro. That's what happens all the time. And, and Anthony Lynn's going to lose his job. Let's just let's just say it. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the Jets. Okay. As, as hard as it is for you to believe, I'm going to go Jets. I'm going to take the Chargers winning, but Jets cover my uh, spread. Okay. I'm marking it. So far, we got three different picks. Lions, you got Lions, Dolphins, and Chargers. Um, I think we, we're going to be the, uh, having the same one, this next one. Packers, Colts. Packers are actually, so Indies, um, so two and a half points favorites on the spread. I'm going to still go Packers, though. I think. Yeah, I kind of want to go Packers, too. Is Aaron Jones back? Do you know? I think he is. Oh, Perp's gonna love that. He's gonna love me saying that that the packs are gonna win. But I'm gonna go with them. I think they're just, you know, Brittle Rivers will just win some games, but then he'll just I don't know. He's Philip Rivers. Anyone who watches football knows he's just gonna gunsling and then get interceptions. It's just what it is. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm gonna take the pack. I don't I just don't trust Philip Rivers either, you know? Yeah, I, I don't mean he's just Okay, who would you take? Jimmy G or Philip Rivers? Jimmy G? Okay, that wasn't that hard. Actually, I would pick the same. Um, yeah, what the fuck? Like, I, I, it looks like I hate Jimmy. Huh? I'm not about it. As much as I don't like Jimmy, I don't want what does it do. Oh, no, me neither. Definitely no, not. Sure. I, I'd rather keep Jimmy. This next one's going to be a, a boring-ass game, but I think this one's going to be easy. Vikings against Cowgirls. Cow, Cowgirls are going to lose. And Minnesota's going to be 5-5. Uh, five and five. And I think that's going to put them right up to almost like... If they go 5-5, five and five, that makes them tied with the with Chicago. They actually overtake... They would overtake Chicago and be in second in the division. You know what? I'll take the Vikings, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys make it a fun game. Oh, shit. Really? You know what I just noticed? NFC North, there, there's not a bad division either. I mean, you have Green Bay seven and two, Chicago five and five, Minnesota and Detroit four and five. It's not a bad division. Yeah, it's not. A, I just I didn't realize that. That's actually a really good division, huh? The Bears might be the worst team in that division. The mm, well, no the Lions. The, <laughs> The Lions, yeah. No, I was gonna say, mm, the Brady no. offense is the worst offense. That you know, yeah, for sure. I think you put you, you switch Stafford and whoever the hell's quarterback for Chicago. I think you're gonna have Chicago playing oh, better. That team is wild, yeah. That team is wild, and if it happens with, with freaking Allen Allen Robinson, Robinson yup. Oh my god, I love that man, but they cannot give up a good quarterback. Jesus no, that, that's why I don't, I don't, that's why I don't draft him because they don't have a good quarterback. Okay, so Sunday night. Ah, I have a feeling I know we're going to go with this. Um, Chiefs versus the Raiders. Chiefs are pissed because the last time they played, not only did they lose because they kind of got too overconfident because they always beat up on the Raiders. But I don't know if you know, once they won, the Raiders on their bus took a little victory lap around their stadium. And these guys are all pretty heated. And not going to lie to you, I'm very excited that I have not just Tyreek Hill, but Patrick Mahomes, because I feel like there's a five touch five touchdown game coming. Oh, I'm a hundred percent with you, bro. I think the Chiefs are gonna route the fucking uh, Raiders so bad. I bet uh, twenty bucks on it with Allen, and he was like, "Oh yeah, the Raiders win." I'm like, "No, you're stupid, bro. The Raiders are not gonna be. They already won once this season. It's not happening again." Can I like, get in on that bet? Like not. Can what? I, I'm gonna get in on that bet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to bet him too. He's an idiot. This fucking oh my god. 
Oh my god. Bro, it's not happening again. Not happening again. Oh Jesus. Anyways, Monday night, LA against Tampa. It's actually going to be a good Monday night game. Um, I think if LA can kind of replicate the Saints pass pass rush, Aaron Donald run rushing in and not letting Tom Brady throw, they can pull out and win the game. But I think Brady's just, I think Tom Brady and the Bucks are just going to win. I mean, they're too you're, they're too OP. I think that they're starting to figure it out a little bit more, and they're just too complete of a team. And I don't trust Jared Goff. I just don't. Take the under. The under? It's a three point. It's a what three? Three point spread. Forty seven. Forty seven and a half is. Forty seven and a half. I'm gonna take the under. Yeah. Okay. Here's my logic. What happened the last time the Bucks played a, like a defense that was good? They lost. They scored three points, right? Well, the Rams have a better defense than the Saints do, I think. And I think it's going to give Tom Brady complications. I think he's going to have he's going to have another bad game. Um, I think the Bucks can still win it because I don't like Jared Goff, and I think that the Bucks can put pressure on Jared Goff. But I feel like the game is going to be a low-scoring, seventeen to thirteen win by the Bucks. It's it's gonna be a close one. It's not gonna be a blowout. I agree there. The, not at all. The, the Rams defense can make it hard because the Bucks did lose against both the Saints twice and the the Bears defense, which everyone was kind of surprised about. But I mean, I see where you're coming from. I do. They're playing. They're playing in Bucks territory. Jared Goff. He just. I don't know. There's just something about that. He he'll. He'll do good sometimes, but he's just not convincing. Like the the fact that he got paid the amount of money that he did, and then Kyler just kind of passed him up like that. Like, and it doesn't really seem like he's like, I don't know, like taking a further step. Like it seems like he's already kind of, in a sense, not reached his peak, but like he had. You, you kind of <laughs> That's well, the thing he had. I guess. But I mean, you. I feel like you've seen what he's gonna be, and the That's player that for sure, but you know. Yeah, I'm. You're on the right track. He is. I think he has reached his peak, Yeah, like he's like what he is now is what he's gonna be. He's not gonna magically turn into a runner. He's not gonna be all of a sudden like throwing in tight windows and becoming like the next freaking like great thrower. I mean, I don't know. He's he's got some athleticism. He he reminds me of Alex Smith, but a little better. Okay, that's a good comp. And that's not bad, but when you got Russell Wilson and Kyler in the division and you're getting, making that much money and you're paying Ramsey that money and Donald that money and you're going to have to start getting like other players around, I think that team's going to start hurting like maybe in a couple of years or if not after next year or this year. Probably this year, honestly. It's gonna, oh, well, they have to do good this next two yeah. years. Not, they're not worth it. True, true. Okay, well, then we you they're have good, you have uh, L.A. or did you have Tampa? I have Tampa. I think Tampa. Okay, Tampa. okay. So we both went Tampa, and those are predictions for Week Eleven. And again, thank you for filling in and being the guest today. Honestly, I liked it a lot. I think I think we did good. We talked about a lot I mean, of interesting things. I think my pickups are perfect, bro. Huh? Your pickups are perfect. I'm telling you, I think they're beautiful, bro. Go I think they're pretty good, honestly. Now. I just, I, I'm not too sure about that Lions one because the Dolphins and the Chargers one, I, those, that was, those that were was the one. those that's... were the bold picks of mine where I had to go against. But I feel like the Lions one's the one you're gonna regret. But that's on you. I don't think so don't. That's I believe about that one, right? Or no way, I did on the Dolphins. No, the, 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 the Dolphins was yeah, that was the Dolphins, the, the Broncos one, right? Oh, I'm chilling. I'm chilling, bro. The fucking I'm telling you, the Dolphins defense is gonna win the game single handedly. The like, Dolphins defense, gonna, like if the Raiders defense did that good against Drew Lock, the Dolphins defense is doing twice as good, though. Drew Lock's gonna dance on him, and he's gonna win. I'm no, he's it. Not, no, he's not. He's bro. gonna dance on him. They're not the Chargers, bro. They're not the Chargers. Dude, he, he's gonna do. <laughs> he's gonna do it, man. He's the next Elway. Just look at him. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but that's it. And uh, 
thanks for everyone who listened in. If you guys like Alvaro, then uh, then I guess you're with me. I like Alvaro too. So fuck it, we're gonna have you back. Uh, and, and actually, I was trying to get Perp to come in here too, to have both you guys, ooh. but um, he wasn't able to. He gets off of work later, and then I mean, we'll see when Freddy's back. And I don't know, do it again. This is fun. Sounds good. Yeah, it was fun. All right, brother. So then I will probably see you later and talk to you later. This is me. I'm signing off now. So, uh-huh. peace. <laughs>